Adam Ross. Yes. Did you know we're talking about the movie Kronos here, the Guillermo del Toro classic, cult classic. Uh, the Kronos device is what that title is referring to. Did you know that all the original Kronos devices, like what you see on the cover and the box art and whatnot, were stolen after the movie was filmed? And Guillermo del Toro is an avid collector of like props and movie memorabilia, and all of the Kronos devices that he has in his collection are actually replicas uh, created by the same designer, but they were not the ones featured in the film. Because they were stolen. Because they were stolen, and they never came back, and they're on the black market, I presume. Uh, I did not know that. It's interesting how these things, like, they're out there. Somebody's got it. How do you talk about it with people? How do you, like, share it with people? Or do you just kind of have it to yourself and that's good enough? Like, and this was right after the movie was made, so it wasn't popular or, like, there was no, I'm just curious. Maybe they just look cool. I don't know. Maybe someone made a bong out of them or something. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I guess if you have it and you tell someone about it, just a a quick internet search will uh, reveal that you probably have something that wasn't meant to be yours. Right. So then you're just in too deep at that point, and you just don't return it because you don't want to go to jail. So you just don't share it with anyone. Someone's or you got just it. Ditch it, throw it in a swamp or something. Yeah, maybe there's some Kronos devices sitting in the bottom of a of a bog. Or you know what? You go to a graveyard right when they bury or you know, they dig the graves and then you dig a like a few feet deeper and put the Kronos device there and then the next morning they bury the body. No one's ever gonna find it. That sounds about right. Has that ever been in a movie? A way to like hide a dead body is to just put it under another dead body, like go to the graveyard at like three in the morning and dig a seven foot you know, one foot deeper or two feet deeper, like in the middle of the night, and put the body under there. That way, the next morning, they just cover it up. Double-decker corpse. Yeah. Has that been done? Not to my immediate recollection. That's the way to do it. I mean, hmm. Good idea, Jason. Well, let's hope it's just an idea, Adam. God, I hope so. Lord, that's all I'll say. Um, Jason Fury. Uh, Yes, Adam. Did you know that Kronos, the 1993 Guillermo del Toro first movie that Guillermo del Toro directed, Mm -hmm. has a sequel called "We Are What We Are," Hmm. which came out in 2010, and the old. well, um, it was not someone I believe you, you'd you have heard of. Jorge Michel Grau directed it. Everybody knows who that is. Jorge Michel Grau. And the only, the only um, connective tissue is the recurring character of um, Tito the Coroner, Coroner, played by Daniel Jimenez Cacho, who played him in Kronos. So there's only okay. one character that the movie shares. Is it still surrounding the Kronos device? I believe it is. What's it called? 
We are what we are. Interesting. I actually didn't know that. I had no clue. Was it yeah. produced in Mexico? Uh, it was. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. I don't know. Is that worth watching? Who knows? I don't know. But I just found, I, I, I didn't know that. I mean, I had heard of Kronos, but I had absolutely no idea there was a sequel. So I thought that was interesting. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, fun fact for you. Well, you know, we're talking about Kronos, as you mentioned, 1993, Guillermo del Toro's first film, his directorial debut. I believe he wrote it as well. And uh, it's about a mysterious device called Kronos. The device is called Kronos, or maybe whatever's in it, um, designed to provide eternal life. And it resurfaces after 400-ish years, and chaos ensues. That's right. That's it. That's okay. my snop stomps. Um. Now, you're a, you're a Guillermo del Toro fan. Yeah, I appreciate his work. I think he's got a wonderful eye and a, a you know a directorial signature, if you will, that a lot of directors don't have these days. There's there's only you know a handful of directors I think working today that you're like, oh yeah. That's, you know, that's going to be super special and it's going to be, you know, similar visual style, similar aesthetic. And you kind of know kind of what you're getting into. But uh, I think he's got he's got a really interesting vision. I really appreciate him as a, a director. Yeah, I'm with you on, on that. Um, I didn't I think Blade 2 is the first movie I saw of his. Right. And I thought that was OK. Blade Two is pretty cool, dude. Have you rewatched it? It's, it's yeah. I remember thinking it was okay with some really cool vampire designs. Those Reapers are sick. oh, with the mouths that open like Predator style mouths and stuff. Yeah, those are really cool looking. Yeah, I think that was a really cool you know around the era of the Matrix where they were doing a lot of CG and practical choreography like blending. So you know, Blade will be in a big battle with somebody and then he'll all of a sudden like start swinging a body and throwing them through a pillar and you can tell it's cg but it's so cool and it's so quick that i thought it was really interesting it maybe doesn't hold up as good today but i remember in you know when that movie first released i was i lost my mind over that movie i thought it was as, as an action movie fan i thought the action sequences were really fantastic it had a yeah it had a very matrixy thing to it which i guess the original blade did but the original Blade came out before The Matrix. Right, just kind of the leather-clad... I don't know, that 1999, 2000, into 2001. Even the, you know, that's when X-Men dropped. They're all suited up in black leather. There's real leather fetish going on in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, huh? Yeah, we got Blade, X-Men. Dark uh, City. Dark City kind of fits into that. Dark City... Dark City was in production, I think, either before or during Matrix. I, that's always a shame to me because Dark City's very Matrix-like, um, and I think they they did a lot of things really well, and and I think it got kind of overshadowed by the Matrix a little bit. Totally. But Dark, yeah, what is it, Alex Proyas? Alex Proyas. He's pretty good. He, I mean, he's super hit or miss. He's got some stinky boo-boos out there, but he, when he hits, I think he hits pretty good. Talking about God of Egypt. 
Yeah, Gods of Egypt was pretty, speaking of bad CGI, and that was made way later and had arguably worse CGI. That movie was embarrassing. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty ridiculous. It was hard to watch. I, I sat through the whole thing, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is this is tough. This is tough. <laughs> Doesn't it have, isn't it like Jeffrey Rush? Or some someone I don't know. I remember the guy caliber. from Game of Thrones. Is it like Gerard Butler in it or something? Uh, sounds right, but I don't think I don't think he is. Why? How can it sound right? Because it sounds like he would he'd be in that kind of thing. <laughs> Probably just from his like just three hundred or something. From his yeah, from his filmography. So now everything with swords is just kind of like. Of course, that guy's in there. Uh, I'm looking at the IMDb. Gerard Butler is in it. He plays. Seth. Oh, he is. Oh, he is. Okay. <laughs> he, he makes an appearance. I'm talking about the uh, that guy whose name I can't pronounce from Game of Thrones. Uh, he's he's in it, and then uh, Chadwick Boseman's in that. I in did not. Gods of Egypt. Yeah, I did not know he Shit. he played Thoth or whatever. How do you pronounce that? Thoth. Okay, Thoth. Thoth. Yeah. Secret Thoth. Wow. That was a secret Thoth. <laughs> oh, the secret, th- the secret Thoth. <laughs> yeah. Ask me about my secret Thoth. <laughs> it's Chadwick Boseman in Gods of Egypt. Uh, Rufus Sewell's in it. Speaking of Dark City. Oh yeah, Rufus. There you go. Not the best time to repartner with your man here, but you know, go for it. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Dark City, good. Gods of Egypt, not good. Alex Proyas, hit or miss. He 50-50. Could go either way. <laughs> you know, I'll give him credit. He's he's brought some cool stuff to to my brain. Um, so Kronos. <sighs> I don't even know where to start with this one. To me, this movie it definitely has some like evil dead vibes. Not not just cuz it's like demonic stuff, but just kind of like a big director's first foray, first directorial debut. It kind of, you know, it's, it's, you can definitely tell there's a lot of novice stuff going on, but it's very interesting. And you can, see, it makes sense that this is a seed for what was to come of his career. Like, I think it's totally on brand for him. But uh, I definitely get like those vibes that, like, visually and just the, the atmosphere of this movie kind of gave me like original Evil Dead vibes. And then I also got like hints of, from dusk till dawn not just because it's like a vampire movie but it's it reveals itself as a vampire movie much much later in the narrative it's not abundantly clear if you didn't know before you watched it like what's going on well pretty right off the bat in the beginning with that with that ancient alchemist doesn't it kind of isn't it kind of stated that 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 was a vampire i don't think it was stated really i think or or that the device itself like c- could cause that like i you know i i, I don't know i i thought even if it was kind of clear that it's there's vampires about i think a, at least a good half of this movie doesn't really deal with it um it's like a pawn yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like not, a it's granddaughter not... grandfather's story in a antique shop with an eccentric millionaire searching for something it's, it's just kind of like that's like half the movie it's very it's very small yeah it's very small which is fine it's fine um, yeah some of them you know 
it's just it's it's yeah it's clearly small budget um but i think yeah there's there's you can see the the seeds of his aesthetic and his and his eye mm-hmm. um there's definitely a lot of cool visuals in it ron perlman's there ron perlman's there i did so i i had I really had no idea about this movie. I mean, I, I only knew it by name. Right. Um, I thought but, it was much dark. I thought it would be much darker. In my mind, I've always kind of passed on it because I don't know why. Like, I really love Guillermo del Toro, but I just it just seemed like something that I wouldn't be interested in. I thought it was made longer ago, too. It was the early 90s. So I, was, I don't know. I think I had some weird assumptions about this movie that did not necessarily come true when I watched it. It felt it felt a little bit fairy taleish, which right. which is which is Guillermo del Toro thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a thing, right? That's it. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah, it definitely had. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the beginning kind of opens up and like, long time ago, blah 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 blah, and then. It, Fast forward to current day, you know, and then the the history catches up with you. It's totally that kind of visual beat or, you know, story beat. I didn't, it kind of, it was a little bit, I wouldn't say jarring, but it was, you know, having Ron Perlman in there and he's like speaking English. Right. And it's, and it's, it's a bilingual movie. Right. Um, But apparently that was, that was done very purposely. Apparently... Guillermo did not like how how Ron Perlman was reading his lines, right? And dis- and decided to turn him into an American character, right? Um, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think he was. I was reading. I think the same thing you were. Where he's supposed to be pretty much speaking Spanish the entire movie. And I also was. I also was reading that um, the film went over budget significantly. I think it was like a 1.5 million budget and they went to close to 2 million. So they had to like kind of do a lot of bank loans and blah, 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 blah. And I, and I heard that Ron Perlman took a significant pay cut to help make the movie happen. And it's part of the reason why they're buddies. I heard, I think that was on the commentary track. I was watching like snippets of it and they um, said that that's kind of like, you know, way back when, and you know, one one of the last episodes we did was Nightmare Alley. He's in it. He's he's around. He's still they're still working together. Still working together. He was in Blade Two. He was. Yeah, he was in Blade Two. He's he was Hellboy. That's right. He was Hellboy. <laughs> in one and two, not the new one. The new one's not that great. I don't think. I don't know. Did you like the new Hellboy? Did you watch it? Uh. It was not good, but it wasn't as horrible as as I thought it was going to be. It was pretty it was pretty bad. There were like good 5 to 10 minute chunks like when he's in that walking like witch's den or whatever, like that stuff was kind of oh, cool. Oh, the 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 uh what's what's, it called? what's what's the name of it? The uh Baba like Yaga. Baba Yaga. Yeah, that stuff was pretty cool. I thought he was I thought he was a good choice for Hellboy. Oh yeah, the actor was fine, but that stuff with Ian McShane, like Ian McShane, was great for this universe. But when they did the like CG smoke version of him, I, it was it was some of the worst CG I've ever seen. It it reminded me of like 
Dwayne Johnson in the Scorpion King or, or the Mummy Two or Mummy Returns, when or they just Don, like put his face on a big scorpion. Or Don Cheadle in Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Space Jam Two, a new legacy. Oh yeah, yeah, Space Jam Two. Looney Tunes. They weren't even in it. It was all Warner Brothers characters. The Looney Tunes probably had like four minutes in that movie. True. True. So, so bad. So I recently started a Letterboxd account to rate all the movies I've seen. It's the worst rating I could possibly give. Uh, Looney. I think I rated over two thousand movies, and that movie still I think is was one. It's I think it's in like the top five. Not just because it's a bad movie and poorly acted and poorly directed and poorly scripted and poorly shot and everything about it's poor, but it just, just makes me mad. It's just like I hate it. <laughs> I know that feeling. Movies don't typically... I'm pretty forgiving with movies, as you know, but that movie sucked so bad. I hated every minute I shared with that movie. You have, you have, a, you have a trigger with like animated cute things you don't like you don't like cute animated things what are you talking about animated cute things yeah i love animation are you kidding me no but and but specifically like cute animated like like paddington oh god paddington (laughs) yes it's when it's juxtaposed with reality that's what i'm saying like live action but like i like roger rabbit i like cool world CG animated. Oh yeah, CG bullshit. Paddington. What a stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like Garfield and Clifford and Paddington. Yeah, that stuff is horseshit, man. Wow. Listen to listen to the vitriol. I'm drinking a stout beer. It's it's getting to me. I'm getting angry. Horseshit. That horseshit. Keep that shit off my lawn. I don't know. I can see why people could think some of these movies are charming, but I always thought when I had a kid, I'd be like, well, then I'll get it. But now that I have a kid, I'm like, no, I don't want to show this drivel to him. There's so much more out there. Paddington 2, though. Paddington 2. Did you see it? I did. I did, in fact. You watched it? You couldn't wait. You had to do it. I I had it. I just had it. So you're waiting for me to watch it so you can we can do an episode. You want to hear me talk about how much I hate this crap for another hour? I'll just bring it on you at some point. All right, if it's your choice. Well, it's got nothing to do with Kronos. So let's uh, speaking of cute little creatures, I think the best part of Kronos by far was the little creature in the Kronos device. That was so that cool. Was, that was awesome. It was so cool. I wish they did more in there. Like we got maybe a few minutes total. But when they like showed you him in there, like weaseling away and like working his machine, that was so fucking cool. That was very cool. That was probably the film's major special effect. Oh yeah, like most of the budget probably went to that little thing. But it it was fantastic, and I think that was uh, Guillermo's studio. I think I think he had a studio for a decade or so. A special effects studio. Yeah, and I think that was part of it, and it, and it lasted for a while, but uh, it doesn't exist today. But I think. Necropia. They, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They, but they definitely put some heart and soul into that little those sequences. Was, I, I loved, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, very cool. I mean, that was yeah, that was definitely the best part of the movie. Yeah, I mean, on paper, it's cool. It's like an old eccentric 
millionaire in his deathbed in his weird sterile factory room with his goober cartoon character nephew just waiting for him to die and he's he's having his having is this his nephew or his son maybe i don't remember i think it was his, i think it's his nephew yeah sounds like nephew but yeah and then he's like searching for statues he thinks the chronos is in and they're just hanging from the ceiling like why would you even hang those that just discard it it's stupid but uh that's that's total that's total guillermo yeah um, just like like stuff in stuff inside of you know wrapped bags. in something or bags or bottles or or yeah display you know that that total uh like paper wraps mo- and plastic motif. wraps yeah that he's got that motif yeah i think Which that was cool I, I did like the set where the ex the millionaire was kind of i think what were they the de, de la guardia or something de, de la guardia yeah yeah they were um i thought they were cool and they're like in this weird factory and i saw uh, when i watched this movie it was a criterion edition or whatever and the intro, Guillermo was there, and he was talking about how that factory that they were in was like physically being deconstructed and, and demolished while they were filming the movie. So, like some days, big chunks would be gone, and they had to get like you know plans for what what parts would be missing. He's like, "Yeah, we'd shoot a whole scene one day, and the next day, everything behind us was gone." <laughs> hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm not a I'm not a big um I don't watch the commentary tracks. I I always enjoy it when I do, but I never go out of my way to watch commentary tracks. It seems so exhausting. You like just watch a whole movie. I'd have to like watch the movie and then wait like months and then watch the commentary track, but I couldn't just do it again, you know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's just not my style. You just watch a whole nother new movie you haven't seen. I like I like commentary tracks for but I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't normally view entire movies with it. I'll do right. like, you know me, my my little little snippets and parts. You and your snippets. Me and my snippets and parts. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I I do. I'm just trying to move on. Oh, we can move on. We can move um, back to to 1993's Chronos. Oh, Chronos. Yeah, I heard about that movie. I mean, mute kid. Uh, well, didn't likeable. you say something near the end? Basically, you know, ninety nine point nine percent mute kid. Right. Lovable Whose parents, grandpa. We don't know who are. Who, do we know what happened to her parents? No, I don't think we do. Okay, grandparents are raising her. Grandparents, yeah. Uh. It's not, not a not a not a conventional lead. Um, I like I liked him. It's like Apparently, Geppetto. He, and yeah, then he shaved over, his Geppetto mustache, and then he was like a handsome silver fox. And he uh, apparently is Guillermo's one of Guillermo's favorite actors, so he wore, he chose to. Guy, the guy was also in uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Apparently, yeah, he was good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I mean I mean, yeah. I mean there was uh not not a whole lot to this movie. It was it was quaint. 
you know, due to its budget. Yeah, it wasn't, um, wasn't super violent or anything either. No, not super violent. It was just like licking up blood off a bathroom floor. That's about it. Though there was pretty hardcore... I mean, I guess that was the, the theme of the movie is he, could, he, he was surviving all of this stuff. He was beat the living shit out of by Ron Perlman. He was drove off a cliff. Right. Um, but I guess he takes a beating and keeps on. No, wait, no, that's not that's not how. It, what is it? Takes a licking. Takes a licking and keeps on kicking. Kicking. I don't know, man. Kicking, kick. chicken licking, finger licking good. Keeps on finger licking good. Ew. Well, yeah, there's not much to say. I think it was, yeah, structurally, it was pretty simple. Kind of like if we're talking about Evil Dead, it'd be like, yeah, a bunch of people went to a cabin, a lot of crazy shit happened, and then the uh, movie ended. So, yeah, I think Kronos was, yeah, it was short. It was like an hour and 20-something minutes, which is refreshing because movies these days, Batman was, what, 17 hours long, I believe? Something like that. 16 hours, it. something yeah. like that, yeah. Um, so it was refreshing to have a movie that was just like a nice little package, almost just a little bit longer than like a typical TV show or something. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, it was a fine movie, especially for how early in his career it was, the dawn of his career. I think for a first go, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it was impressive. Um, what are you doing? Push-ups? No, pull-ups. Oh. That's where you get the real. That's where it really. You can start seeing it. The effects. Podcast and pull-ups. Oh, you know. You There's know. an idea. <laughs> a lot of grunting. It's like. It's fine. I'm gonna drink my beer if I'm doing pull-ups. What else can we say? What else can we say about Kronos? I don't think we can say much more about Kronos, but I got a question. What's your favorite vampire movie? Do you even like vampire movies? Sure. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I did sure. a question sandwich. That was too many questions at once. Uh, you like vampire movies, all right? What are name a few vampire movies that you enjoy? Let's see. Well, there's Bram Stoker's Dracula. There's there's the. Um, there's you enjoy Lost it. Boys. I do. Okay, Lost Boys. I hey, I hung out on that bridge once. I don't think I'm supposed to, but I did. Uh, where's that? Uh, Santa something. Santa. Santa. Santa Barbara. <laughs> no, with the the theme park. Oh my God, Santa Cruz. Okay. The beach beach boardwalk area. You ever been to the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk? I have not. Oh, okay. Well, if you ever go to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk, like just to the left of the entrance, I believe, is the bridge from from Lost Boys. No shit. It's like right there, and it's really shallow. Like the drop is is not far at all. That was movie magic. Hmm. The drop is like just like I don't know, like twenty feet or something. Um. There is. I mean, we're talking. We're, we're thinking about famous vampire movies. There is the well that you like, because we right, could say but, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Interview with the Vampire. I'm, tr I'm, I'm trying to think. 
on the spot of ones that I even like. And it's actually, what would you say? Do you have any? I mean, my number one is Let the Right One In. Okay. By far. That's like one of, that's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Not the American remake, the original one. It's such a beautiful, awesome movie. That's just, yeah, I love that movie. And then I would say not not a traditional vampire movie but uh what we what we do in the shadows the comedy yeah that's really good but the Uh, show the show is actually possibly better i haven't watched the show yet because i didn't believe it could be better but then everybody says it's at least just as good it's 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 quite good okay i have a streaming i have hulu right now i think it's all on that i want to start that soon quite quite good yeah the movie's fantastic. I was an idiot. I saw it for the first time on a plane, and I was laughing really loud the whole time, annoying everybody. But I was just like spitting up shit and just like laughing and wiggling around like a little idiot on the plane. It's just cracking up. You goober. Yeah, I was that guy on that flight. Sorry, y'all. I mean, Nos- Nosferatu. The OG. The OG. That's being remade by the Eggers. That's what they say. What do you mean that's what they say? It's out. It's been filmed. There's a poster for it. No, no, there's not. Yes, there is. It's not filmed. No, they were. They were. No, because what's Willem Dafoe already played Nosferatu in? I think it was the Shadow of the Vampire. Right. Which was which was about the making of that. Right. So he's he's basically already played Nosferatu. Well, he played somebody who played him. It's just a little weird. He's gonna. Well, that doesn't change the fact that it's like an in development movie, or I guess it's if it's not done filming, it's coming. I don't think that they've shot a damn thing though for it. No. No. I don't think so. Okay. Would you want to take a bet if it comes out? I don't know. Seems fun. Yeah, no, I mean I'm all for it. I just don't I just don't think there's any there's been any momentum on it. Okay. Other than other than headlines and, and hearsay. I could have sworn I saw a poster that was released at this cinema Cinecon or something recently this week. Hmm. I can't say. I don't know. Who cares? You know what I do. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, I think I mean I don't really I don't know Blade kind of counts I mean that's just more of an action movie but I I do enjoy Blade 1 and 2 and I'm looking forward to Mahershala Ali playing Blade in the MCU even though the MCU has overstayed its welcome a bit they got to really do something special to get our attention again not sure what that would be I agree with you what can they do I don't know maybe that's a conversation for another time but i don't know what they could do blade isn't going to do it it'll be cool but it's not going to reinvigorate anything the x-men probably i don't even know at this point man yeah they should have stopped they phase four should have been the end and then they should have waited and then re redone it or done done some different strategy i don't know but that ain't money in the bank so they're going to keep going um you know, you remember in in Kronos when he comes in and he finds that his, his antique shop has been wrecked? Yeah. And then he finds like this like little like remnant of like a piece like an intact piece of glass. Right. And he like 
He's like, what is he's this? Like, he's like, he's just so upset that he just like lets, he like throws the glass on the ground. Yeah. And I just kept thinking for like a couple scenes, I was like, man, he's got to clean up all that mess. And he just made like more of a mess. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? No. <laughs> it's just like you, you you're thinking about the just having to clean up. I'm just saying, you come in, you find that your place is in shambles, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my god, I have to cl- I have to clean all this stuff." Right. I and I come in and I find one one thing that's still kind of intact, and I just like and I let it fall to the ground. It's just like, "Oh fuck it, I'll just clean it up with every, with the rest of the shit." I don't. No, I w- I'd never do that. Well, he's going down in flames. It wasn't your shop. You don't have the proper empathy. Like he, you know. I'm just, I'm just saying. It was just like that was his world. Yeah, it was his world. But I'm just saying, was he bitten at that point yet? I don't believe. I don't think so. So that was just raw human emotion at work. That that was. (coughs) Oh Jesus! Excuse me, Jesus, Chris. Jesus, Greece. Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, Greece. Greece. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, excuse me. Pardon, pardon, pardon me. Um, Seriously, pardon me. You're excused, Jason. Thank you. This time, this time. <laughs> uh, best Ron Perlman movie? What is um, it? Or performance, I should say. Because he's in a per- lot of stinky. What about, uh, yeah, he's in a, he's in a, he does a lot. He's, he gets a lot of work. I looked him up on IMDb. He has 268 acting credits. Beauty and the Beast? Ugh. No? Ugh. No? Ugh. Don't look up? No, come on. He had four minutes in that movie. Give me a break. Um, Hellboy. Hellboy. I mean, to me, that's his best character. And he gets what? probably the most screen time. Joner, Alien Resurrection. Oh gosh, no, that's that's stupid. That's not yeah. a good role. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Movie. It made sense that he was in there. Like he he was just that gruff kind of dude that had fragile alliances with everybody, but not a great performance, I guess. He just kind of did his thing. He got his paycheck, you know. Terrible movie. Terrible. Movie. He died in the water in that movie, didn't he? He was swimming. He survived that movie. Yeah. He survived it. Oh, okay. He survived that movie. He was one of, whether you want to define uh, Winona Ryder's character as a human or not, but uh, I guess she, sur- she survived, so that's for six, four survivors or something. Okay. What about, um, Did you probably haven't seen this, um, Sons of Anarchy. I have not watched that. I watched that whole show, and he was actually really pretty great in it. So is that is that is that amongst his best roles? I think I think I would actually think so. Yeah, it's like kind of a corny show to like name drop, but he does a good job in it. I think he's yeah he's he's a good character. I mean, I'm usually always happy to see Ron Perlman. I think he's I think he's a good actor. He was in Drive for a little bit. Remember that? In like the pizza shop. Yes, I do. It wasn't a huge part, but he. I think I thought he was a good addition to that movie. He's got all kinds of stars: Oscar Isaac, Brian Cranston, Ron Perlman. That movie's got some star power behind it. 
Brian Cranston was in that? Yeah. He was like the mechanic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets his his, his wrist slit. Yeah, and he's like sitting on the ground near his car and stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. That movie's bad. Amazing. Terrible movie. Um, so amazing uh, movie. What? No, 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 no. Uh, no, it's okay. It's all right. Wait, terrible movie? Drive? Are you kidding me? It's all right. All right, anyway. You like going against the grain on these popular movies? <coughs> oh, jeez. No, I just, I just don't understand how it has that much, that much love. I mean, it's... does it? It did. Does it still? I don't know. Sure, sure. Movie, movie love doesn't, doesn't. I feel like movie love doesn't quite fade. If a movie, me? I don't, movie I don't feel I, it's not, it's not quite the same thing as music. You we rewatch Steel. You tell me if you liked it as much as you did in the nineties. Real Steel. Yeah. Well, I didn't like Steel with Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, Real Steel. You're talking about the Wolverine movie. Okay. That one's that one's not bad. It's actually not bad. Yeah. <laughs> real not bad. Real Steel. Is actually mildly entertaining. From the director of uh, Time Jets. What was that movie called? Time Jets. Adam Project. It was Adam Project. Oh, was it? Yeah, some director. Oh, oof. Yeah. Well, Real Steel is better. Yeah. Well, <coughs> the fact is, is. Kronos. Um, I watched it. Don't, Don't know just, if I'll watch it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be totally honest, good start, Guillermo. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it and like add it to my Guillermo collection or anything. I think that starts with Blade Two and kind of you know most of his films after that. But I don't think I'll be adding this one. But yeah, I appreciate this movie. You ever see Interview with a Vampire? Who are you talking to? Who do you think I'm talking to? Cruise. I'm a cr- I live life on cruise control, man. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. I've seen it all. I even sat through taps. Uh, decent vampire movie. It's pretty good. Yeah. I guess I movie monsters, I like the mummy more than anything. Like, not the, just like as a the creature. Like, mummies in general. The characters. Like, the mummy yeah, trope. Like, the mummy mummies are the coolest it's like a balance of cool and like actually scary um and it's got like an interesting history wrapped into it pardon the pun (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i don't know vampires never really did it for me that much i wasn't like I, i think they can be done really well but i'm not i'm not really eager to see a new vampire movie typically like I'm, I'm, I'm missing something with with vampires there's i'm sure obviously i am i named like two movies but uh i'll think about it daybreakers never saw daybreakers it's actually john not Car- it's not a bad movie john carpenter's vampires yeah yeah pretty yeah. Yeah. is it james woods that's the one where they have the the car with the stake on it like the like the crossbow on the car is that right right there's yeah. like heavy color grading, like, like super s- heavy, super orange sky, like Highlander two style. <laughs> Man, what about uh, Vampires of Brooklyn? 
I don't know. Eddie Murphy. I mean, I never saw it. Once Bitten? Saw Once Bitten. Once or twice? I saw it once. You were Once Bitten? I was Once Bitten. Were you smitten with Once Bitten? Mm, No. Not really. Is that the one where he's like, A, B, C, D? No, that's that's uh, Vampire's Devil's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. That that movie is wild. Yeah. Which vampire? Yeah. What are we, what's the other one? Vampire, what's, what are you Once Bitten. About? Once Bitten. Which one is that? That is... That's with Jim Carrey. Oh, right. Oh, that movie blows. Yeah. Not... not Bites. Not good. Um. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank, man. Kronos. Yes, yeah, it's a vampire movie. Technically, I guess. Yeah. Well, we'll it's see. More, it's it's more of a bug. It's more of like a vampire bug. Yeah, it was strange. They didn't really explain any of that. Which stuff. is it's which is cool. Like, that's a cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah, it's like an infection or something. Get bit. It's so weird. Yeah, it was cool. I like that device. That device totally like made the movie. It was really cool. Just is, I liked it. Is Underworld Vampire? Yeah, Vampires vs. Lichens, but you know it's kind of werewolf vampire hybrid. Old Len Wiseman movies. Underworld One is like okay, but like kind of bad. Underworld Two is the sweet spot, and then everything after Underworld Two is just kind of like uh, I don't. They all bleed together. How many how many underworlds are there? I think there's well there's Underworld 1, Underworld 2, there's Rise of the Lycans where they did like a prequel to kind of keep the franchise going and then they I think they did two more after that with Kate Beckinsale again. So there's five I think. God damn. It's quite a franchise. Like Blood Wars is one of them. I think there was like a, I think there was like a fifth one. That snuck in there real quick near the end. It was just a really short, a short one. I remember it not being that long of a movie and just kind of like happened. So I think that franchise is dead. Was Bill Nighy in all of them? He was in the prequel. He was in one. Well, he didn't make it through one. He got his head cut in half. Oh, I didn't know that because I never saw Underworld. Right, but then he wasn't in. I don't think he was in two, unless there was some subtle something or other. And then he came back in the prequel. He was actually heavily featured in the prequel. He was like at his like prime. And then I think so. I think he's in two of the five. I could be mistaken though. I haven't seen those movies for over a decade, so I don't know. I'm surprised I remember them as much as I do. Thirty Days of Night. Oh, that one's pretty good. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Come on. It's a unique spin on the vampire. It's, what is it, Alaska, where it's nighttime all day long? Yeah, I mean, it's and an interesting idea. the vampires come it's, out it's, to play. It doesn't mean it's an interesting movie. I thought it was, I thought it was well done, based on a comic of the same name. It's all right. Passable. Yeah, it passes. There's some stinky poo-poos. I think that one's at least passable. I like that director, David Slade. Right. You ever see Hard Candy? Is that with uh, 
Elliot Page. Yep. I did see Hard Candy. Tats. Um, the cover's like some bear trap or something. Yep. Yeah, I watched that in my blockbuster days. I do that movie was pretty intense. Yeah, good movie. Did uh also did um one of the Twilight movies. Oof. You lost Speaking me. of vampires. Those are all one star movies. Those all suck so much. Didn't bother with them. They're so bad. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So bad. Yeah, didn't bother. You just read the books instead? Well, I just didn't think anything could live up to uh, the quality of the books, so I <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't I didn't I didn't bother with the movies. You're a Twilight purist. What do they call Twilight fans? Twihards. Is that like yeah? What can I say? Why waste your time? What can I say? Um, Once, twice, twice, <laughs> <laughs> three times. I shouldn't have seen those movies. So, what do you think about Chronos? We've said everything. We're, that's why we're not talking about Chronos anymore. We're done. This is it. Let's call it. That's it. That's a wrap. Yeah, I mean, how much final thoughts. Final thoughts. I mean, it's, it, was, it was good. It was it was a short, enjoyable, little little, quaint tale. I can see uh, why it's a cult classic. It makes sense. I can see why someone would like enjoy it and like. But how much it. is? But how much of there is? How much is there to really latch onto in this movie? I mean, Sink there's a your bug. Teeth into. There's a bug inside of a device, and that's. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's 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 a really cool thing. But I mean, yeah, that's the that's as cool as it gets, huh? It's as cool as it gets. It's true. I mean, the De La Guardia like dynamics were kind of goofy in a cartoonish kind of way. The grandpa yeah. having his Peter Parker bit by the spider moment, and he's like, "I could do jumping jacks again," and like. I don't know. There's some like cool little beats and just seeing the weirdos coming into his shop. I mean, there's some cool little things sprinkled throughout this movie. None of it's bad, but none of it's great. So it just kind of, you know, I think I don't I think the I won't it's not a super memorable movie, but I'll definitely always remember the inside of the Kronos. The inside of the Kronos. Yep. Device. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got, man. All right, all right. Please don't pick Paddington 2 for the next one. I promise you I won't for the next uh, one. Uh, yeah, the one after that. You that, that, no, 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 that, we, 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 <laughs> nothing with cute CG characters either. Like, nothing, you know, Paddington's one thing. I don't know, Garfield's. No, what, was that al- what was that alien movie with like that Martian movie with Seth Rogen as the Martian, and like Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did that annoy you? Different. It's not furry. I think they have to be furry. Gotcha. Or just like cartoony characters. P- Paul was just like an alien, so it was kind of like funny and passable. 
Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I'm not, nothing against CGI. It's just these dumb, shitty family films with shitty characters. Vapid existence. Uh, Smokey the Bear. Smokey the Bear? You mean Yogi Bear? Yogi Bear. Yogi Smokey Bear. the Bear. The movie. <laughs> Dude, you know, there's a franchise they're, they're, they're just sitting on that they haven't, they haven't capitalized on. Right. I would do a Yogi Bear like horror movie. Or not Yogi Bear. Good God. We're all mixed up. I would do a Smokey the Bear like revenge thriller where he comes back and just starts hacking humans up so they stop lighting fire to his habitat. I've no, think enough. of it. Think I've had enough of you, motherfuckers. What about an er, just an earnest? You know, he's he's putting out fires with them. You know, he's a fucking firefighting. Ernest, bear, like man. Ernest, goes to camp. Ernest starts Ernest a P. fire. Ernest P. Worrell. No, just like done in earnest. Oh, done in earnest, not kinda with, like, not featuring Ernest. Kind of like Paddington. This is so weird. Makes me feel makes me feel weird. Makes it like delegitimizes all of your opinions. Wait till you see Paddington <laughs> too, and then we'll talk. Okay. Does it tug at the old heartstrings? You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. Oh, I'm intrigued. You'll see. <laughs> it's like I got 500 other movies I want to watch. I don't think that's gonna. You're gonna have to. I'll, have I'll say two words. Yeah. Hugh Hugh Grant. Yeah. Hugh Wood. You sure would. Um, okay, if you choose Paddington for a movie, I'm going to choose... Um, what's the project? A project? What's it called? The Purge? No, what's that one we just watched with Ryan Reynolds? Adam Project? The Adam Project. Yeah, I'm just going to choose that again. Eh, no rules. Happen. No rules about choosing the same movie. Eh. All right, let's get out of here. We're, we're probably nobody's listening anymore. They all quit. <laughs> the audience of one person. The audience is gone. There's nobody listening right now. All right, Jason. All right, Adam Roth. See you later, Jason Peary. There she is. Next time. See ya. Peace.